Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Husky Talk. We are your hosts, Hannah, Mandy, and Gretchen. This week on our show, we have a very experienced dog booty maker. Please welcome to our show, Louise Russell. Hello Louise and welcome to our podcast. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. And your name is? Miranda. Hannah. What is your name? Miranda. Hannah. Okay. Before we start our interview with you, we are going to test your Iditarod knowledge. We have five Iditarod trivia questions for you. Are you ready? Okay. Yep. Who was the first female champion of the Iditarod? That would be Libby Riddles. Correct. What is the halfway checkpoint of the Northern Route? Uh, the Northern Route. Mm. Let's see. I'm trying to think if it's uh, no, it's not McGrath or Iditarod. Not exactly sure. The answer is cripple. Cripple. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> How many minutes apart do the mushers start? Every two minutes. Correct. What was, what was used for the very first finish line in the Iditarod? What was the one? What what was used for the very first finish line in the Iditarod? What was the very first finish line? Yes. Um, of Iditarod. Well, I I believe that they went to Nome all the time, but there might have been when they did the diphtheria one was a little different. I'm not up on that one, I guess. They used Kool-Aid as the very first finish line. Which one was? They they, they used Kool-Aid as the very first finish line. Kool-Aid? Yes. Oh, okay. Who has the fastest finish time? The fastest finish time? Yeah. Um... Let's see, so it was eight hours. Who has the or, I'm fastest? Sorry, eight, eight days, eight, nine, eight or nine days. Who has the fastest finish time? Um, I'm not sure which one. The answer is Mitch CV. The answer is uh, Mitch CV. Is it Dallas CV? Mitch. Mitch, okay. Yeah, his dad. Nice. I thought it might be a CV. Nice job on the trivia. You got three out of five. Now on to finding more about <laughs> who you are. First off, can you tell us a little bit about you? A little bit about me. Okay. Um, well, I was uh, born in Canada. I have lived in uh, the lower 48 most of my life, except for the last five and a half years I've been in Alaska. Uh, I went to school in the East Coast. I went to school in the Midwest also. I went to nursing school, 
And I was a registered nurse. I worked in the operating room, have started my own business of dogbooties.com. It was before uh, Arrowhead Fabric Outlet. I've been in business for 24 years. Uh, I've been in been online since 2000, and I sponsor a lot of mushers and attend several races. Um, I We have two children, and I have one little dog. Her name is Minnie. That's cool. <laughs> Tell us how you are involved with the Iditarod. How I get involved? Uh, it was pretty much started when uh, I was in Minnesota, and uh, a lot of people would come in, and they wanted fabric to either make their own outdoor gear, or then it went to what kind of material do we need for dog boots, and can we make dog boots? I researched all the material, then it became, can you make dog boots for us? And I thought, well, that should be not too difficult. So I've been making dog boots, and I've gotten involved with a lot of the mushers that way. I also am involved with the Yukon Quest, uh, which I do a lot of things for them as well. That's cool. Talk to us about what inspired you to start making dog booties and other products. Well, once I opened my uh, fabric store, I did primarily outdoor gear, uh, which was a lot of people in northern Minnesota wanted to repair their own gear, make their own tents, their sleeping bag, their outdoor fishing, hunting, things along with a lot of mushrooms. And I started making a lot of uh, people would come and wanted to know if I could make dog boots or dog jackets, collars, etc., and I have always liked sewing. I enjoy sewing things for dogs. They're easy to fit, and they don't complain. What other products besides dog booties do you make? I, have, I make Adopt Me Vests for um, animal ally groups, the ASPCA. I also make dog jackets, uh, collars, leashes, um, Leggings, leg wraps, harnesses, uh, pretty much almost anything for dogs. I also make a fair amount of tote bags, ditty bags, mesh bags, fleece bags. Um, if you are interested in going to the website, it's dogbooties.com, and everything that's on the website uh, I make. We have been looking at your website while we've been researching about you. Oh, okay. How long have you been making booties for dogs? Since 2000, for 19 years. How long does it take to make the booties? Uh, I make roughly 1,500 to 2,000 a day. Oh, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a die cutter that is um, that cuts them out like a cookie cutter it would be, that I cut 50 of them out at a time, and I cut them out in different fabrics of the racing fabrics, the heavier fabrics, and then just sew them together. I have industrial machines, which are fast, 
and sew them one after another and put them apart, put Velcro on, and off we go. What material do you use to make the booties? I use a, usually for the racing ones, there's a, it's a, called Sleeping Cordura. It's a lightweight, breathable nylon. That the purpose of it is to keep the snow from building up between the foot pads, and it also doesn't take on water when they go over into overflows. I do also fleece boots, which are, I sell a lot of them for pet products. So the really tiny dogs, people, some people like to have them fleece because they uh, feel that their dog, dog's feet get cold. Make heavier ones, which are 500 veneer and 1,000 veneer. They're both coated nylons, similar to backpack material, that they'll hold up longer on hard terrain or hard pack roads. I also sell them a lot of them for people that live in the south uh, so that the dog's feet don't get uh, so hot from the sand and hot rocks, the weather pavement. I also make them out of a fabric called Tough Tech. It's a gripping fabric that will keep the dogs from slipping. They'll use them a lot of times in the house um, for slippery surfaces. Can you explain to us how mushers use the different products you make? Uh, for boots are you talking about? or Any products. Any product. Okay, well, the dog boots is for the dog's feet, and depending on how many uh, miles that or how many races they'll do based on how many miles, they basically figure out uh, if they have 16 dogs, four dogs times 16 times how many checkpoints, that's how many boots they'll order in one order to do a race. So a lot of them will order anywhere between a couple thousand to about, 12,000 boots. The other thing that they use are dog collars, and I make several of those. Also, harnesses that are made for the dogs. The dog jackets are two different kinds. The type that the pets use are made out of soft shell fabric, which um, they come anywhere from, you know, small-sized dog on up to a large the ones that are not on the website, we call them the musher dog jacket. It is nylon fensulate and another nylon. It has a belly band. It has a groin protector. It has all the reflective tape and logos that they want on them as well. Uh, also make leg wraps, which are neoprene leg wraps like compression that they put on the front feet only, front legs, to prevent them uh, from swelling when they're uh, resting at a checkpoint. The other ones are the leggings, which are lycra, as in swimwear. They slip them on the two front legs only. It goes over the top of their back. The purpose of it is to keep the dew claw from icing up in 30 below weather. That is an area where the dog's leg dew claw sweats. So there will be icicles that will form on that. And when it gets too cold and they've been running through the snow, the fur is sheared right off the back of that leg. So the leggings prevent that from happening. That's interesting. How much does one dog booty cost? One dog boot is $3. 
Um, if you get a bundle of them, which is $250, I mean, I'm sorry, 250 is a bundle. It'll be 315 for 250 which makes it $1.26 per boot. About how many mushers would you say use your products? Uh, I would say, well, uh, the ones that do the Yukon Quest and or the Iditarod is probably between 20 and 25. I also sell a lot of boots to Norway, Sweden, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, France. I even sell some to Japan <laughs> and Madrid, Spain. What makes people like your products so much? Uh, well, they're, they're made in the U.S., number one. Number two, I get the same fabric all the time, just in different colors. The fabric is a DuPont fabric, nylon, that is made in the U.S. I don't buy product that is overseas because then it's not ever it's not consistent it changes all the time and they know that they're getting the same type of boot because I've, I have a die cutter so they're always the same size and I can deliver when they want them about how many booties would you say you make for each editorad how many booties I make for what for each editorad for each Iditarod? Yes. Um, I would say probably 60000 Oh, wow. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> would you say this is a profitable business? Uh, it is. Yes. On your website, we saw that you sell buckles. What are those used for? The buckles? Yes. Uh, well, it can be for hardware. I also make uh, gear bags. Uh, a lot of the hardware is because also I, when I had the outdoor fabric store, I sold a lot of uh, buckles, snaps, webbing for people that repair their backpacks or repair their own gear or make their own tents. I also have like zippers, a lot of zippers that are by the uh, by the yard that they can you know, create their own items. They can make their own sled bags, all sorts of things. What is the most popular product you, product you sell? Uh, the most popular product is probably uh, dog boots and adopt me vests. The next part of our show we call Would You Rather. We are going to give you two choices and you choose the one you'd rather do. Okay. Be a musher or keep making booties? I would probably keep making booties. Make dog booties or co dog collars? Uh, dog booties. Winter or summer? I like winter. Make booties or be a nurse? That's a hard one. <laughs> so I've done both. <laughs> I'll probably make dog boots. Sports or music? Sports. 
we are gonna we are going to start asking all of our guests the this next question. Who are three Iditarod people you think we should have on our show? Three people? Yes. Okay. Ryan Reddington. Allie Zirkel. Um <laughs> Probably Yar. Good choices. Last thing, <laughs> what is your favorite song? Favorite song? Uh, any songs from the Mamma Mia uh, musical. Okay, before we finish, do you have any questions for us? What grade are you gals in? We're in seventh grade. Seventh, okay. And do you gals like outdoor sports? Um, most of us do, yeah. Most of us? Okay. What kind of sports do you guys do? Oh, well, I do cross country and soccer. Mm -hmm. And I do softball and volleyball. I do mm -hmm. soccer. Those are good sports. Yeah. Excellent sports. Thank you for taking time out of your day to talk to us. We ha have a great rest of your day. Well, thank you, and you all as well. Special thanks to our guest, Louise Russell, for being on our show this week. Subscribe to us on iTunes and tune in next week. We would also like to give credit to Hobo Jim for our theme song, the Iditarod Trail song. And now enjoy a clip from the Mamma Mia musical, Louise's favorite soundtrack.